Welcome to the next episode of Talking Dog Shit. Today we're going to talk a lot of shit about dog parks. Yep, we're going to piss a lot of y'all off today, but hopefully the information we give makes some sense and y'all can stop taking y'all dogs to the dog parks. So, I personally hate dog parks, <laughs> okay? I'm just going to go straight out there and just let it go. I hate dog parks. However, they do have somewhat of a use, okay? So, I'm going to go into like the plus side of it. We use a dog park pretty much every day here, uh, multiple times a day at that. But we never actually step foot into the dog park. Right? Never ever. Never. Well, maybe when it was empty like when once. It's empty. It was when empty it's like empty. once, right? It's, all right? it's empty. And all right, you're probably like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why? Right? What am I supposed to do with my dog? Well, I get it, guys, right? You live in an apartment building here in downtown. You got no yard or nowhere for your dog to really run around at. You need a controlled environment. You're busy. You can do it. You're busy. Simple, right? Go to the dog park. Go through the two gates, cut that leash, and go. And your dog runs around for an hour, and now it's tired. It's got engagement, it's got socialized, but did it really? All right. Yes, it burnt up some physical energy while it was there. Absolutely. Dog ran around for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is that you left the dog there for. But do you know how many bad habits your dog probably learned in that hour there? Reason being is no one's watching, right? I can't even tell you, I guarantee all of us will raise our hand when I say this, but how many times you walk past a dog park and you're like, oh, dog fight, and now, boom, right? <laughs> and we see it happen, right? And it's not because we're professional dog trainers. Of course, we're a little bit more in tune with watching dog behavior, et cetera, but it's simple stuff that if you were paying attention, meaning the owners of those dogs, it could have been avoided. Like other dogs bullying other dogs and the dogs doing the right thing. The dog's giving off all the classic leave me alone signs and the other dog bullying it. Or maybe it's not the right personality match and the energy level is wrong and one dog's saying I'm done and the other one's saying I'm not. And the next thing you know, they get irritated. They have nowhere to go because they're fenced in. And what happens? We end up in a fight, right? And why? Because all the owners are sitting across the park over there on the park benches and they're on their phones and putting their story about how their dog's going nice and playing in the dog park and here they are, they're getting into a fight, right? So there's a lot of bad habits that get learned in the dog parks. That's one of the main reasons I do not like dog parks, right? What else we got? It's never if your dog's gonna get in a fight or get attacked at the dog park. It's all about when. Um, personally, when I got my first dog, I was 16 years old. So I absolutely went to dog parks. I knew nothing about it and my dog is a very submissive dog. She's very dog neutral and she got bullied. She got bullied a lot. She got a few, you know, she got bit one time at the dog park and that's when I finally stopped going. But we teach our clients to not let their dogs go to get to that point. You know what I mean? We don't want you to finally stop going to the dog park because your dog got attacked so badly that now you're paying a $5,000 vet bill for injuries from simply just letting them run around. Um, the other thing that is really important at dog parks that people don't really know that we express to clients often is they're gross. They're really gross. Um, there's very few dog parks that actually clean. Luckily, the one down here by us, they do clean every few weeks or at once a no, week. It's like it's still smells like it's, it still smells awful, but they you know sanitize it like twice a week. But you still walk down there and it smells disgusting because 
Owners don't care, for one. I watch people 100 times a day leave dog poop everywhere. They're watching their dog poop or they're not even watching their dog poop because they're on their phone. The other thing is parvo. Parvo is horrible. It's a horrible disease. It can absolutely, it will kill puppies, but it can also absolutely just destroy their autoimmune system. Um, it lives in the ground for seven years and it doesn't just go away. Even though they sanitize it, it doesn't just go away. The other thing is Boratella. That spreads like wildfire at dog parks. We've had- For those who don't know what Bordetella is. Kennel cough. Kennel cough. Gosh, yeah. remember cough. the outbreak? Yes, there was an oh. outbreak in the Channel Side area and oh, we gosh. went on complete lockdown for that. No, we canceled all the lessons. We canceled consultations, sanitized because we did not want that touching our board and trained dog. Think of it as like puppy coronavirus, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's very contagious. Uh, it's basically a common cold for the dog, but it's extremely contagious and it takes forever to get rid of. It does. And then us being a boarding facility, we have a constant traffic flow of dogs. You get one case of that in here, forget it, right? It just, it never goes away. Um, so yeah, we had an outbreak in the entire channel side area uh, a few months back. And, and like Rebecca said, I mean, we had to do complete lockdown. I mean, we went to more bleach in that week that I couldn't even tell you. There's so many reasons that there's disgustingness at a dog park. But unlike the dog park here, we require these dogs to have vaccinations for all of these types of contagious things. Dog parks do not require you to vaccinate. Nobody's there screening behavior or vaccines or health. So you have no idea what you're walking into. We know plenty of people who will bring sick dogs to dog parks or they may not even know their dog's sick. So altogether, you want to avoid that. Just like kids in daycare, they spread it like wildfire. And all those are like Parvo's bad, Bordetella kennel cough is bad, but nothing to me is more aggravating than what I like to call dog herpes. Like when the dogs get the papillomas and they get warts all over their face because they've been sniffing too many dog butts uh -huh. and licking too many dogs in the face. And the next thing you know, your dog has warts all over its mouth and then your dog is drinking from the same bowl that this herpes mouth dog has drunk from. And They can spread them to you, can't they? Yeah, if yeah, they, certain, certain yeah some, some of them can for all you... People who, let, yeah, <laughs> people who let your dog lick you in the mouth after it goes to the dog park. Yeah, so certain ones are out. transferable to right. humans. I so, said people are going to yes. watch this video, not this one. They're like, no, no, we done. This is, I don't even need to watch no the rest of this. And don't get me wrong, because like on in theory, it's like, oh my God, I get yeah. to go to a place. My dog gets to run off leash. It gets to have fun. I get to meet people that, that have dogs. People form like relationships and dog park groups and and all that good stuff. So dog parks, they seem amazing until the fights break out, until the dog gets sick, dog gets sick, until your dog rolls in, until your dog rolls in poop. That kind of goes into because of people, you know, don't know, which again, not everyone does, it's fine. They automatically think that dog park is the best and only way to socialize their dog. But, I mean, like it happened today, I was discussing this with someone who came in for a consultation was because his dog is so fearful, he kind of feels like he's forcing his dog to be there. And I was like, mm -hmm. actually, that is a very valid point that you have there. Not all dogs yeah. want to be in that situation. They're like, oh, I take my dog to the dog park. I want him to be social, but all he does is run back to me. I'm going to be honest with you. Your dog does not want to be there. It is not for every dog. 
and a lot of people to tie into that put their own personal perspective on it. I mean, we're humans, that's what we do. We put our thoughts into what we're doing. Um, you probably think, oh, it's another dog. I'm sure my dog wants to go play with it, but do you wanna shake hands with everybody you meet on the street? Do you wanna hug every single person you see? Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> sniff their butt. Why? Why? Absolutely why? not. That's what they do. That's what dogs do. They Absolutely not. So why would your dog want to be friends with everybody? You don't get along with everybody. You don't make friends with everybody. So neither does your dog. <laughs> and like for me, I always go back to this when I talk to clients about this. I'm like, let me know the next time that you're out in the wild and you see a pack of wolves go meet up with another pack of wolves and just hang out and have fun together and, and rustle and tussle. And throw tennis right? balls around. Or, or some coyotes or, or whatever other wild canine species out there, right? There's no meetup spot for them, right? Because they don't do that, right? If they cross territories, they're gonna have a fight, right? There's no, there's no <laughs> wilderness dog out. park. They're all right? just gonna show up with their berry house beer, like, what's up, everybody? Yeah, there's no berry house <laughs> Yeah, there's none of that here. But humans are social creatures. We wanna do those things, right? So are we truly doing it for the dog's benefit or are we doing it for our benefit, right? Are we going to the dog park to go see our friends and their dogs? Or are we doing it so our dog can enjoy it? It's like Rebecca just said about that client. My dog's really not even having fun. The only time I tell, because people ask all the time, like, oh, I want to take my dog to a dog park. And I'll tell people, look, if you want to go to a dog park, first off, pick a time that's going to be a regular time, right? Get to know people that go around that time. In fact, scope the dog park out and figure out yeah. when people are going, when it's less crowded. Then set up a group, set up a meet, and have those five people meet you when it's not as busy and then that way you can at least limit the interactions, limit the amount of strange dogs they're gonna meet. That way you get to know the people and your dog won't be coming around other strange dogs. But going to these huge public dog parks all willy-nilly, like, it's just, it's just not safe. It's just not safe, it's not smart and Try to control the variables right. as much try, as you can. Try to control them. So you're probably all sitting back like pissed off at us right now. Like, what am I supposed to do with my dog? Right? I, I get it. Right? Well, what yeah, I always maybe. tell clients um, and my friends as well when I get in my family when they ask about dog advice is most of your friends probably have a dog, right? Most of your friends, you can probably name at least five of your friends that have a dog. Get to know their dogs. Get to know, slowly start introducing your dogs together. Then you guys can go to, you know, an enclosed tennis court you know, later in the evening or something like someone's backyard and let your dogs play there. That way you know exactly your dog's behavior. Your friends already know your dog and what to watch for. And you guys already know each other. So you're gonna spend just as much time talking as watching your dogs. That way everyone's safe, happy, healthy, and hanging out, but less worries, less danger. Yeah, I mean, another common thing too, if like people really feel away about it, which totally get is, but my dog is totally fine around other dogs. It's like, you don't understand. That's great that your dog is fine and is doing well, but you can't control the other dogs that are in there too. So like, good for you for having a great dog, but at the same time, you don't know those other dogs. You have no idea what's gonna happen. Like I saw, I saw a big muscle head guy walk into the dog park the other day. And and this, and this little gold, this golden doodle jumped on his Doberman and he tossed that golden doodle across the dog park. And this little old lady comes walking over like, my poor dog. And I'm like, damn. We had a consultation dog. come in who 
it was required that her dog had to go through a training because her dog got into an altercation with another one. Her and the owner of the other dog weren't the ones that reported it. It was someone who was watching the incident happen that reported her. Wow. So there's, there's yeah. consequences as well, right? Yeah. So the other thing too that we hear all the time um, that ties into Rebecca saying, you don't know those people, you don't know those dogs, lots of people also lie. You know, we can all count on not even our own hands. We have so many clients that come in and go, I need training because my dog got into 20 fights at the dog park. My dog's attacked four other dogs at the dog park. That repeat people will go to the dog park knowing their dog does this stuff, but they're like, oh, it's just occasional. Oh, it's out of nowhere, but it still happens. So your dog is at risk of that happening to them. Can you please tell the story of when you and I were taking dogs out for a walk that were going through training and then we had that woman. Oh. You already know, yes. I see her all the time. So we um, were out. We were out walking um, some dogs in training and we had, I think, one dog was friendly and one dog was severely dog reactive. The woman came bolting out of the dog park, her dogs flailing and lunging and barking and growling and trying to attack our dogs in training. These aren't our dogs, you know? We have to keep them utmost of safe. Well, actually, in this case, she was coming from the street going into Oh, yeah, she was going in, that's right. And um, I asked her to please- going into the dog while her dog's trying to attack him. Exactly, exactly. He'll he'll be fine as soon as I take him off leash. Right, so I'm trying to reel in the dog that I'm walking, which is the reactive one. And, um, you know, so I'm not only trying to work on his training and upkeep what I've been working on with him already, for this dog's success, but I'm now trying to keep him safe from this dog that's trying to attack him. So I asked the, the lady nicely, hey, can you reel in your dog? Oh, and she starts screaming at me. When she looked at us and she said, don't judge me. And then she immediately went into the dog park yeah, with and then a she reactive goes, And then dog. she turns around at the gate and goes, you're a dog trainer, you should know. That's exactly why I know. That's exactly why I want to keep That's my dog That's where safe. I want to bring my dog to play, right? Exactly. So, anyhow, you probably, again, just wondering, like, what the heck do I do with my dog, right? So, we touched on a couple points earlier. If you have nowhere else to socialize your dog or, or to have your dog get any exercise, etc., then, yeah, use the dog park. But do it in a controlled environment as best as you can. Like they said earlier, Find the least busiest times of the day, right? Don't go at six o'clock when everybody's off of work and there's 60 dogs in the dog park, right? There's no way anyone can control that much chaos. We can't control that much chaos if all of us sat in there, right? It's not gonna happen. If you find, like, we know when we walk past this dog park, like different times of day, there's different groups of dogs there. Like, the morning is senior hour, right? They're the senior dogs and the senior owners. They are. <laughs> right? Right? In, in the middle of the day, it's like, the stay-at-home mom's hour, like literally, like they're all there at the same time. Like it's the work hour after five. Like there's different groups of people that go there. You see the gym people, <laughs> the gym people, you know. Right? They're all different groups of people that go there. So find one that works for you. And one of the things I always tell people, like, don't be afraid. If you go to a dog park or a dog event or whatever it is, and your dog like hits it off with another dog, don't be afraid to ask that owner. Hey, do you come here on Tuesdays? Because my dog was really like good with your dog. You'd be surprised, nine times out of 10, that person's gonna be like, yeah, I'm here every Tuesday at three o'clock. You wanna meet again? And next thing you know, look, now your dog has a buddy to play with, right? And now you have an environment where at least you two or whoever that group is, is advocating for those dogs. 
And if it gets busy, guess what? You get the heck out of there, right? Simple as that. So that way you're not putting all that added stress on your dog and you can still get some physical activity and you can still get some engagement on your dog. And that way you don't have to have them pent up in your apartment or walk around the block 85 times to get that energy out. So we're gonna wrap up here guys. And as always, comment below. So that way, if you have any questions about the dog park scenario or how we can help you, we'd love to help you out. But in the next episode, we're going to give you a lot more pointers on what you can do if you can't take your dog to the dog park. So we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Talk Dog, dog shit. shit. See you guys.